Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Hey King. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How you doing man? I'm good mate, how are you? Yeah, yeah, another week. Yeah. Another week away from the 2017 slash 18 season. Yeah, I, th- I think we're, we're almost definitely after this week in the 2018 season, I think. Oh, I think it officially it does happen, doesn't it? I think so. It's the start of official free agency is next week. Yes, yes. Wednesday the 18th? No. Oh, don't ask me, man. <sighs> I'm getting days. I think it's the 15th. Okay. Either way, or 14th, someday soon there's going to be the start of the next season. Okay. Although, really, doesn't the draft signify the end of a season? Well, no, it's the start of the next one. It feels like it should be the end of the last one. No, start of the next one. Start of the next one. All right, we'll go start the next one. Start the next one. (laughs) We've had a busy week. We have. Trades have been going through the roof. We've had the combine as well. We have. Um, so I think what we'd actually do, King, is we'll hit the news yep. first, and then we'll do a bit of a feature segment because I've been rustling through the last season. Okay, but we're still in officially. Well, just have a look back at some of the uh, the teams in the East. Yep, and then we'll obviously hit the North, South, and West as well. Okay, other days. Okay, then other fun times leading up to the NFL draft. Indeed, yes. So let's hit some news. Okay, first off, them NFL teams are getting some more money to play with. Because the cap is going up again. How much more? It is <laughs> the next season going to increase to uh, an eye-watering one hundred and seventy-seven point two million dollars. That's pretty cool. That is, isn't it? Yeah, with everyone else on the same contracts, you've got locked up. That all of a sudden, a lot of teams can have some cap space. Yes. Yeah, then teams that didn't have that cap space, mm-hmm. Steelers are one of them. Eagles another. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, find themselves with a little bit of wiggle room. Yep. And players are getting paid franchise taggers are coming out they are top of the list some people don't want to get franchise tagged though I'm hearing well eh. <laughs> well, well a couple of players that have yeah but Demar- some- Demarcus Lawrence yes 17.5 million for the next season he earned that money that cash a, he, cash money he had a really good year so he uh, yeah he deserves to get paid either via franchise tag or a you know a contract extension so yeah good for mm-hmm. him Good yep. for him. Solid player for them. They've they've lapped pass rush they for have. years and years and years. They keep trying to address it, and uh, apparently, as we as we mentioned at the start of last year, it was already in the building. He was there. <laughs> he was already there. So um, no, good for him. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the uh, the nerdy kid with glasses. He didn't know he was really good at basketball. Yeah, yeah takes yeah. off the glasses. Yeah, strangely six seven. Yeah, <laughs> but the glasses really you know made him look shorter. Yeah. Um, yes. No, I totally agree. Great analogy. Next one was Le'Veon Bell. He signed another franchise tag. Did he sign it, though? He is signing it. Yeah. Is he, though? Yes. 14.5 million for the next season. But this is one thing I actually do know, because as you know, I don't keep up on the news. <laughs> Just the Steelers is, Has he not said he's willing to sit out next season? No, he's already poured water on that. That was just a rumour. Was it petrol or water he poured? <laughs> it was water. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So he putting out fires with gasoline again. He will play for the Steelers next season. All right? Okay. He will play. He will get the fourteen and a half million, and then quite possibly the end of next season, he will then back himself into um, unrestricted free agency territory. Okay. And I doubt the Steelers will pay it. I don't think they will. No. But it's whether he can then restructure something. Whether he, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. If we have another Le'Veon Bell season, then he's got every right to, and I wish him the best. 
yeah, he deserves to get paid for sure. Mm. For yeah. sure. I don't like it when teams stifle players that have been absolutely incredible and they don't then want to pay them long term, you know? Yeah. Like the Steelers are doing now with Lady well, <laughs> I think he deserves that's not a long term. Exactly that's not no? exactly fair. Okay. They've offered him a lot of money. They've offered him wide receiver money. How much? Um, 14 well, and a half they mil? offered him 14 mil, which was the same as Antonio Brown was getting. So not 14 and a half mil? He's getting the 14 and a half on the franchise tag. But why haven't they offered him that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long-term deal, King. That's it not is. how it works. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, he's... Um, yeah, he deserves to get paid. I think 14's fair. I, d- I don't think he can earn more. He than wanted more, though. He wanted to bust the ceiling for, yeah, I'd, for his I'd, position because he's, he's a dual threat. I get it. I get it from his perspective, but he, he, I don't think I'm paying him more than Antonio Brown. So well, I get the why the Steelers aren't offering him more. And I think if I'm him, I go, right, they valued me the same as him, who is one of the best players in his position, and so is Bell. Yeah. But I'd have taken that money, frankly. Because he plays running back. He's one leg break away from not getting paid anything. Yeah, I know. I know. So it's good to see him back himself, you know. Yeah. But what I what I tend to think, King, with this one, mm-hmm. you've you actually hit the nail on the head. Antonio Brown is the benchmark. Yeah. And what's the difference between Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell? Le'Veon Bell also runs it. <laughs> yeah. But what, what's the other difference? A no headache with Antonio Brown. I get zero headaches talking about Antonio Brown. And in fact, he's actually restructured his contract this week to give more cap space to the Steelers. That's awesome. He's yeah. actually got sponsored by Facebook Live. So he's like countered <laughs> it with... Because there's no headaches there, is there? When you, no. When you put stuff in the... I don't have headaches about his contract. Right, right? okay. <laughs> Let's put okay. that way. Right? Okay. Or yeah. when he's on the field, yeah. he's always catching the ball. He's he doesn't there. go on social media and no, no. Don't keep doing <laughs> <him in> that. <laughs> put it away, Antonio. I think Antonio's the guy. Um, mm. Yeah, he's a beast. And I think it's fair that they've offered both the same money. They did, but they wants a little it. bit more. But I'd, that's fair enough. I think he absolutely deserves as much money as he wants to get. Mm. But I agree with the Steelers staying within their principles and not paying him more than Antonio Brown. Yeah. I like it. Let's talk about some uh, some trading. Mm-hmm. Some horse trading that's going on. Yeah. First off, yep. Michael Bennett. Yeah, my guy. Traded to the Philadelphia Eagles... Uh, along with the 2018 seventh round pick, mm-hmm. in return, Seattle get a fifth round pick and Marcus Johnson, who apparently is a wide receiver for Philadelphia, never played. I don't think. I don't. I don't know who that is. Um, I think that's a great bit of business. Mm. I'm a big Bennett fan, as 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 anyone who listens with any kind of regularity will know. Three time Pro Bowler for sure, absolute beast. I think is the closest I've ever seen to someone being on a losing team in a Super Bowl mm. and winning the MVP. I think Ooh. I still would have given him the MVP of the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Against Patriots. He was by far and away the best player on the field that day. Okay. So I um big game player, got loads of playoff experience. Um he's shrewd, he's aggressive. They've got some young players there. They've got some experienced players on that line. I think he fits in perfectly. Yeah. You can kick him inside. He doesn't have to play defensive end. You can put him D-tackle. He's mm-hmm. um special, special player. So I like that pickup for the Super Bowl champs. He has been an outspoken advocate of the NFL players' protest against police brutality as well, King. Yeah. Um, Bennett was even on the receiving end of some police attention in Vegas last year. And some reports did surface that the Seahawks management didn't want him in the building for that reason. Yeah, well, the, the Bennett brothers have never been ones to, to shy away from a controversial comment. <laughs> they certainly haven't. Um but 
he's um he's an influential player on the field he's mm-hmm. fantastic you know you're going to get he's they're never too controversial i think the thing is with those guys is they just speak their minds yeah so actually when you take a step back it's quite refreshing they're not doing it with any malice it's not political it's just what they think it yeah. might have be about something to do with politics it might be about something to do with race but it's just what they're feeling and thinking and i think that's actually quite refreshing and i I don't necessarily think they should be penalized for being um confident enough in their own beliefs and and rather than i think some people are reactive or try to be controversial i don't think that's the that their intent i just think they've been brought up to say what they think and they absolutely do that it's not the only uh management that have come under fire recently the miami boss said that no one's going to be kneeling for anthems next year and yep. I think the Texans hierarchy said they weren't going to draft anyone that uh, yeah. anyone and, uh, and they're not line. going to go after any free agents that knelt during the anthem that's right yeah yeah, yeah I heard that as well um, yeah I don't know I, I, I fundamentally disagree with that um, it's disappointing I think to they hear. should be allowed to do what they want um, you know the fact that it went all the way up to the president and they're being sort of chastised by, by him is is just ridiculous frankly mm-hmm. but I think that they should be allowed to do what they want and um, I don't think that should impact teams signing a player because they feel strongly or they're, they're trying to be an advocate for a movement that they feel is you know warrants their attention mm-hmm. um, so yeah it's a bit of a shame I think frankly I'm a bit disappointed with the Texans and the Dolphins yeah and but I also can't help but respect the fact that they're you know they are sticking to their guns so it's kind of like Double-edged sword. Personally, I don't agree with it, but I also like teams that are decisive. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, the other rumour then was that Richard Sherman was on the way out as well. Yeah, he said uh, he's been apparently... he's been. I've actually I've actually kept up relatively well with the news this time. This is quite <laughs> impressive. <laughs> um, yeah, hasn't, he, uh, hasn't he been saying bye to everyone in the locker room? That is the... Yeah, that's mm. officially... Then, then they came out and said maybe he's not... Um, so I don't know I don't know how saying bye to people can be ambiguous <laughs> yeah. I he's, don't know he's not a stupid guy uh, he's an Ivy League educated mm. guy mm. yeah so yeah he went to Stanford he did, <laughs> here we go yeah so, your favourite uh, school it's up there for sure <laughs> it's up there um yeah he um yeah I don't know I think what? It, it, it sounds it's like it's going to be a massive loss for the Seahawks. Yeah, but it sounds this like this is the end of the dynasty, really, isn't it? You know. Yeah, and I'm hearing L. Thomas is available yeah. for trades as well. Yeah, I think shopping that, Thomas. Now. I think they are absolutely in a transitional phase, mm. and they know that. And uh, now's the time to cash in because, as we say, it's either it's a now league or you need draft picks. Yeah, that's what how it works. And uh, if you can cash in, you get a fifth rounder for a player that you you know that you you feel is controversial. Fair enough. Get rid of Bennett. If you think you can get a third rounder, second or third rounder for Sherman, absolutely go and do it. If you can get a second or third rounder for L. Thomas, absolutely go and do it. Like if you're looking, if you're legit in rebuild mode and you can start accruing all these picks and trade up and get these guys that you want to get, or just mm-hmm. accumulate talent. Thomas was a, a mid first round pick. I think Chancellor was a second round pick, and I think Sherman was a third round pick. So, you know, you can get these guys. Clearly, they draft well. Um, you know, Wilson was third round, I believe. So they obviously yeah. believe in in their abilities to draft. So uh, I don't mind them going down this route if they are legit in rebuild mode. Well, let's stick with Seattle just one more minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jimmy Graham, 
the experiment seems to be over in Seattle because they're not looking to uh, renew his deal. No. He's going to become a, an unrestricted free agent uh, this off-season. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that that was the trade they did with New Orleans for Max Unger. So they got rid of their centre. Yeah. Didn't they He's also done pretty trade well. A, didn't they also trade a first-rounder for him? I'm now pre- you're asking. Pre- I know they did the Max Unger trade. That was that was bad enough. I'm pretty sure they traded a first-round pick for Jimmy oh, okay. Graham. They've never really used him the way he was targeted back in New Orleans, was he? No. It's a bit of a head scratch of that one. Yeah, that was odd. He was also on a decline in New Orleans, New Orleans when they traded yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah. We've been injured, hadn't he, for a, yeah. a long period. Yeah, then. but didn't look the same when he came back. No. You know, Gronk <laughs> seems to be injured every five minutes, but comes back better than ever. It's really odd. But... It's, that, it's that metal arm he's got. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, the old bionic one. Um, yeah, I, yeah. well, I, I don't mind them moving on, because I think, despite having probably his best season in, in three or four last mm. year, he ultimately was just a red zone threat. He he wasn't necessarily... Not even that. He, he wasn't use the, him enough. No, he wasn't the third down guy, the just absolute mismatch yeah. he, he used to be. So, yeah, I don't mind him moving on. It's just a shame they wasted the first... I'm almost certain it was the first round pick they traded for him as well. Okay. If it was just Max Unger, that's a bad move. <laughs> yeah, because their line is toast right now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about other big moves then. Mm-hmm. Alex, Alec Ogletree, sorry, traded to the Giants from the Rams with a 2019 seventh round pick. Yep. Uh, in return, the Rams get a 2018 fourth round pick and a 2018 sixth round pick. Yep. The 26-year-old inside linebacker signed a four-year contract with the Giants worth $42.75 million. He's a good player. Pro bowler, I believe. Mm. Good player. And the Giants desperately need an inside linebacker. They do, for sure. I think it's a good they move. Do you know they haven't drafted an inside linebacker in the first round in 32 years? Are they not? No. Wow. Where was Pierce then? Where did they draft him? The, oh, old, no. the old iconic inside linebacker. He must have been oh, no. free agent. Um, <laughs> all right, fair enough. Um, no, I didn't know that. That's a good step. Thanks. That's and also, step. for the other side, obviously, Sorry, the Rams... Just going back. Yeah. Ogletree. Yes. 26-year-old, in his prime, mm-hmm. good player. So then, why do the Rams want to get rid of him? They need to free up that money for Donald. Well, yeah, 100%. He's the best player. <laughs> his contract's his coming up next season. They're going to need to. They need to break the bank on this guy, for sure. Mm. For sure, he's still on a rookie contract. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, they've had. <laughs> he is. He, he is the, pound for pound. Yeah, I mean contract wise. This is where we get to talk about Aaron Donald. He is. The, he is absolutely <laughs> the best contract in the league. Tell me something about Aaron Donald that you've never said about Aaron Donald. Oh, I can't. Mate. Is there any more superlatives that you've not come out with yet for this boy? No. <laughs> I can't say more than he's the best defensive player in the league. If we ever and got could him on, be the best player, if we ever got him position. on the show, King, mm-hmm. would you retire at that point? Is that yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah? Who knows? Off seasons are long. <laughs> we could get him. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, we ain't doing that. <laughs> um, no, I think that's a shout. They need to free up the money for um, for Donald. I think Ogletree's he showed promise. And he's he's decent. I he, mm. I keep catching him outside of, out of position, which I don't like. And I feel like this is a pretty decent draft for for linebackers. So do you heavy at the top for sure? Okay, heavy at the top. Problem is, I think the the guys that I really like are going to be gone in the top fifteen picks. Fair enough. It does seem like it's a, a good move for both sides. Fourth round. I'd I'd want more than a fourth rounder for a twenty six year old in his fourth prime. and sixth. Yeah, I'd want a third and sixth. Yeah, well, that's what I'd want. Go back. It's not what they got. Not well, what they got. They need me at gym. Anyway, let's, 
Let's move on then to another one. Robert Quinn has been traded to the Dolphins. He has. So they're clearing them all out. Quinn and a sixth rounder. Yeah. For a fourth and sixth round pick again. Mm-hmm. So the Rams save 11.4 million cap space with that trade. Uh, yeah, his rookie deal ends uh, for Aaron Donald after the season. So Quinn now joins Adomican Sue and Cameron Wake in Miami. Quinn's got 62 and a half sacks in 95 games over seven seasons. Yeah. Pro bowler in 2013 and 14. Yeah, I think he had like 19 sacks there in 2013. Yeah, so he might have, might have accounted for a few there. He had, um, he had a lot. He had about 12. Or th- he always averages around 10. I think about 12 or 13 in his rookie season. Mm-hmm. And he had about 19 in one season. And then hovers around the 10 mark the rest of the time. Um, yeah, he's solid. He's a solid... He's a he's a better than average outside linebacker defensive end. Um, and the Dolphins need that. Yeah. He was a freak coming out of North Carolina. Like, he was just a really solid player. Um, took him with the first, you know, early first round pick. But as you say, you've got... Aaron Donald inside. You need to free up that cap space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we, we're seeing now teams are finding pass rushes at, at you know first, second round, third round. So um, yeah, I think uh, I think if they want to move in a different direction, they're they're bringing in pieces. You know, they bought in the likes of of Peters last week that we talked about. So they're not yeah they're not just getting rid of everyone. They're trying to recruit yeah. draft picks, freeing up cap space so they can be aggressive in free agency and. And also, hopefully, they can continue to draft well, which they've done over the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Let's talk about another one who's just signed a new contract, then. Mm-hmm. It's Marquise Goodwin for the 49ers. Yep. Uh, it's a three-year, $20.3 million extension with $10 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely seemed to hit it off with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. It was like 100 yards a game, basically, averaging as yeah. soon as Jimmy got started. So, I'm guessing there was a, a quiet word... From Jimmy to yeah. uh, Jimmy to went. Mr. Lynch. You need to hook me up. Yeah, I like this guy. Mm. Keep him around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got the money. We can afford this. Absolutely, absolutely. So good news for Marquis. Good when he had a really good season. He did have a great season. I I, I wondered if the year. Niners were going to go wide receiver with the ninth pick, but Ooh. I now think they might go linebacker based on Reuben Foster's issues. Yeah, more injury than mm-hmm. head, which was the biggest concern, I guess. What? Foster, yeah, he's just been arrested again. Yeah, I mean on the field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's. Um, yeah, I know he's been arrested again. He, um, yeah. So depending on how that goes, I think they'll be in the market for a for a linebacker, which is really frustrating. So the last ten games, I think Reuben Foster was top five in the league. Yeah, because he didn't start for five or six games and still racked up seventy two tackles on the season. You know, also he's been arrested. Who else? Alden Smith. Oh yeah! Oh, he's been released finally by the Raiders. What a big, the biggest waste of talent probably <laughs> in the last five years. Honestly, it frustrates me. He had yeah. tw- he had a twenty sack season. Oh, he was brilliant. Yeah, twenty sacks in a season. There's like five guys ever that have done that. He was a standout on that uh, Niners defense. Yeah, and there was some like you know Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smith, it was him and Smith on one side. Do you remember? Yeah. Justin Smith and him. And yeah. it was just like, oh my God. <laughs> Wrecking <luck>. balls. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, Alden Smith, what a waste of talent. Also, one of the funniest and dumbest <laughs> things I've ever seen was that video of him. Oh, Videoing yeah. himself while he was on a drug ban, <laughs> smoking a joint, going, it's not like I'm going to say I'm Alden Smith. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. So dumb. But, Some um, people just can't get away from themselves. It's, yeah, it's really frustrating. Him and Justin Blackman. 
are the two most recent ones I think really stick in the mind. Yeah. Talking about people that can't get away from anything, mm-hmm. Chris Ivory. Um, he's actually been signed by the Bills. A two-year deal worth 5.5 mil. That's a solid that's deal. That's a lovely little cushion to land on, isn't it? Yeah, that's a nice little deal. Two and a half mil a season's not a lot of money. It is for someone who can't get anything done. And the grand... He had one bad year. He was great <laughs> for... He was great wait, for the Jets. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> he's had some up and down years. Saying that, he had well. two bad years. Two bad, okay, just two bad years. just he'd been there two years. Yeah. He's had two bad years, but other than that... And inconsistent for the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. He's had. He's probably had two good years in six, but two and a half mils fine. I think safe for an experienced running back with fumble issues. Mm. Who's inconsistent? Get ready to not get any production out of that guy in Buffalo. He's sitting <laughs> behind Lashawn McCoy. I don't think they're yeah, no, expecting yeah, much production. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's go to Dallas. Yeah, Jerry Jones. We should. We'll do this probably a little bit more. We should have done it in the main sequence, but. I've already started now. Jerry yeah. Jones is going to pay over two million now to uh, Roger Goodell. Yeah, in uh, league fee, uh, legal fees. Yeah, uh, obviously that was about the appeal he made on the Zeke suspension last season. Okay, and bringing the league into disrepute in air quotes. Right. So he's got to pay the NFL's legal fees. What for disagreeing with them? Yes. <laughs> about yeah. something that he disagrees Out- with for them. being outspoken about it. You okay. Know. So when someone asks him and him going. No, I disagree. <laughs> no, I think it... No, he did other stuff. Yeah? Yeah, be honest, you know what Jerry Jones is like. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Mm. Why do you think the Cowboys are the biggest franchise? Because they've got an outspoken owner. Yeah. He's a billionaire who acts like a billionaire. Amazing. Mm. That's why in basketball you can name about two owners. One of them's Mark Cuban, who happens to be a billionaire who acts like a billionaire. <laughs> And gets fined <laughs> all the time for being outspoken. Yeah. But you remember him. Well, he's paid it straight off. Oh, yeah, I bet he did. I'd have paid it in pennies. I'd have sent, <laughs> yeah. I'd have sent a lorry. Bank. Yeah. I'd have sent a lorry full of pennies and I'd have opened it in their car park. You should have given him 1.9999999 to make him count it, to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're a penny off. Absolute ball of that would have been, wouldn't it? <laughs> Can you imagine? Could have been fined another 2 mil for that, though. Possibly. Would have been worth it. Um, well, I think so. But yeah, I, well, I don't know. I don't really have a. I I I I think they should bring back the old outspoken thing. Just let them do it. We're well, uh, allowed to sell what you want. Yeah, but then you get fined two million. Yeah. So yeah, swings and roundabouts. Right. The NFL needs that money, yeah, King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can believe in a cause. We're not signing you, it's and an uh, we'll find you if you say anything about. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit of an odd time at the moment. Mm. It's kind of like, we'll let you celebrate again, but we're going to be really tough on speech. <laughs> yeah, no talking, And please. belief. It's the old shut up and dribble thing, isn't it? Oh, that's mad. So, uh, yeah, a bit of a weird time. They get one. They seem to get one thing right and one thing wrong. I'm going to end with a nicer one. So let's talk about the controversial thing that happened at the Combine uh-huh. this week, and that was around uh, Darius Geis. Okay. He... I actually com- don't know this. He confirmed in the radio interview for SiriusXM... Uh, that he was asked by at least one NFL coach um, whether he liked men. Okay. So this isn't the first time that someone's been asked the uh, these kind of questions in a combine interview. Eli Apple, a couple of years ago, was asked the same question by the Falcons coach. Right. By a Falcons coach, I should say, not the Falcons coach. Right. Um, the, two mo- the most recent uh, CBA specifically stated no player should have any sort of discrimination based on their sexual orientation um, is he gay? No. 
Is he like Applegate? No. So why? Because you shouldn't be asked the question in the first place. Okay. And so it shouldn't make any difference to whether you can get drafted or not. Yeah, but it, it, I don't... That doesn't, them asking it doesn't necessarily mean... I think this is this is I have a bit of an issue where we create stigmas. Mm-hmm. If you can't ask a question, you're creating a stigma. Okay. By making this a deal, I it's not if he likes dudes or he doesn't like dudes, mm-hmm. I don't care. I do I frankly yeah, you don't care. If he's a very good player, if he's good enough to get on my team, I don't care mm-hmm. what he likes from a personal standpoint. That's great, King. That's how everyone should be, right? But I then don't think that the team should be penalized for asking questions. I, I, you can I ask think, questions, but why is that relevant in any way to whether they can play football? Well, it's not. But you also ask them if they like what they like spending their money on. I'm sure there's not okay. specific questions. I'm sure that's not the only non-football related question. They I'm ask sure it's not. But there are rules in place to say you shouldn't be asking those kind of questions. And can't okay. you, see, you must see it as inappropriate to ask that question. Um... There have been gay players in the NFL. There are gay players in the NFL that can't come out in the NFL because they're scared of what's going to happen to them. Yeah, which is which We've is what happens when someone speaks out about any sort of issue. Yeah, yeah. Look at Kaepernick, get blackballed. Yeah, I think it's horrific that that's the case, and that's that's the kind of place we live in. But I think the way we get away from that is you don't we don't make it a big deal when people ask about that. We make it commonplace. It it it's not necessarily it doesn't become can't believe they asked that question. It's like, oh yeah, no, I said I did, or I said I didn't. I thought it was an interesting question. It's not then. I can't believe they've done that. It's it's just like, okay, yeah. But it's I I don't know. I just think that in this instance, yeah, it probably wasn't relevant. But I think we need to stop creating stigmas of things that we're making things taboo when we're trying to make them. You know, we we it's legitimate, and these things happen I think that, that this is the, we, we get into a lot of issues and there's a lot of grey area because people are conscious of saying things that frankly should be open conversation because it's not shouldn't be a big deal it's just ha- how the world is and you just get on with it and it's great like if people like men or girls like girls awesome do you like this is great yeah. I think you just need to have free conversation about it and that's yeah. how we overcome those things well that's fine but, it's just you're in a job interview. Yeah, but I'm sure if someone's someone, asking if, you that, if you went to a job interview and someone yeah. asked you, yeah, do you know? Do you uh, do you like kissing guys? Yeah, but I would think, you say, well, hang on, that's got nothing to do with you. Yeah, or but, what? What I do, you know. True, but if you went job. if you went on a guy's Facebook and all he has is fo- a thousand girls and no guys on his Facebook, I'd be like, is he going to concentrate on football or is is he going to be shagging about every t- every night? So I'm going to go. I'm, that's a little bit different, is it? Being promiscuous is not the same as being gay or I'm not straight. saying it's I'm not saying it's about promiscuity. I'm saying it's about there's there's questions I would ask from a personal level mm. that have relevance on football. That's fine. Yeah. There's, or sexual orientation has no relevance on the football. No. Well if well, I don't know. If <laughs> I wonder why they asked so though. Why why they asked him. They must have there, had, is a, there is a train of thought that some of them kind of fire stuff like to, to try and get a reaction out of a player. Yeah. Like there are some people that say, oh, I heard that your mum gives it up for free, that kind of thing, just to see what the player's going to say. Yeah. And Des Bryant went, yeah, they t- she, well, no, she doesn't give it up for free. She always charges. <laughs> <laughs> but they're trying to get a reaction out of the player, see how they react to a, a strong arm question. Yeah. But that is still different. Than asking about something that well, it is an odd I, question. The, the real problem, King, it is, is that we've question. had so many problems with people not feeling they can come out in the NFL. Yeah, which is which is terrible. We know about ex-players mm. that everyone in the team knew they were gay. Mm-hmm. 
didn't stop them from having a completely normal career in the NFL. Yeah. But even after they retired, they still didn't want to come out and talk about it openly. Yeah. So yeah. it's the same in a lot of sports, and I think it's yeah. it's it's a real shame. Um, yeah, I don't know why they asked it. I just um, I think the point I was trying to make was probably slightly different to this, but it's um, yeah. I, I, it's, I it wish seems, they all thought like you. Seems did, like yeah. an odd question, but the fact they're asking numerous players, I think maybe. Well, we don't know that. It's not completely. Only serious guys said that. Well, I'm talking about their instance over the last few years. Yeah, where the Falcons coach got reprimanded for it. They're, okay, the league's going to look into it. We're going to make sure everyone knows it's not cool to ask these questions. Yeah. But it keeps coming up. In 2013, there were three uh, players that said they got asked the question. Yeah. You know, it's not being dealt with. The The coaches aren't knowing that some of these things just aren't relevant. Right, okay. And shouldn't be asked. So I think that's the real problem there. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I don't know. It's... um. Yeah, it's a weird one. Anyway, I don't, I'm not trying to... Yeah, it's a you, super weird question. I, I wish they all thought like you did, King, and it wasn't an issue. I'd, or, yeah. if they said, do you like men, and you and the, the guy said, yeah, mm. went, excellent, We're gonna, you're now at the top of our list for drafting. Yeah. You know, if, if that was the way around it was yeah. going, it's not like, oh, thanks very much, we'll call you, kind of thing, and just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scratch through that name. Yeah. Saquon Barkley comes out now, that would be... Yeah. That would be <laughs> the biggest... Honestly, that would be the biggest change in sports history, because he is by far and away the best player in that draft. Oh yeah, and if he doesn't get taken in the top five, and he did that so, as an example, mm-hmm. obviously I'm, I, he hasn't come out, so I'm assuming he's not. But it's, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say we're not yeah. outing him, are we? Yeah, no, we're not. But it's <laughs> it, can you imagine if he didn't get taken in the top five? That's when we know there is a real issue, and it needs hundred yeah. percent needs to be addressed. Because mm-hmm. if you're not going to take a player on talent, yeah, that's that's for, for that a real stupid problem. reason. Then yeah, outrageous. But um, yeah, strange question though. Yeah, super strange question. Let's end with a a bit of sweet one. Mm-hmm. Ed Hockley. Yeah, everyone's favourite ref. He's retiring. Mm-hmm. Hanging it up. He is. A man known for spending as much time in the gym as explaining calls on the field. Uh, old Hercules was uh, always, sh- always spotted on the field. Wasn't I it? watched a highlight video of him today. That How I think many minutes NFL, was that? I think the NFL published it. <laughs> it was like five minutes on YouTube, so it's definitely worth a watch. three calls at least? It's so it? funny. <laughs> it's so funny. He's like, yeah, this, this is... My apologies, I'll start again. Uh, oh, this, this, and this. God. Oh, he's so funny, though. Absolutely brilliant. What was it? The whole offensive line's offside. Yeah. <laughs> well, game should be a bit shorter now. Yeah. But, um, what was it he did? What was the famous one in the Pro Bowl? Yes, there are penalties in the play, f- Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl Pass yeah. interference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. He was, you know, despite everyone guy. takes the mick out of his, uh, how long it took him to, to explain stuff, he was, um, yeah, he was an icon. <laughs> it's rare. It's rare a ref is like legit known, and everyone wants to see him. So mm. I think that's, um, you know, that's cool. I don't think he made bad. He, I don't think he made bad decisions. He actually refed games well. He just was, uh, you know, f- he fumbled, so to speak. All when refs it came to make some mistakes, you know. Yeah, but he was a good ref. Yeah, it's a shame. Good for him though. Good career. Okay, well let's uh, let's have a break then, shall we, King? Let's come yep. back and do a bit of feature for part two. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, guys, to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. This is another step closer to the <laughs> 2018 draft, King. Yeah. I can't say what week it is because, you know, who knows. But the combine is finished. <laughs> We've just done all the news, uh, trades and such and such. So I thought, King, we'd have a look back and kind of review the season. Yeah, because we're going to do the combine next week, correct? Yeah, we're going to do some combine stuff next week. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but for the second part of this show, I thought we'd look at the East, Yep. Of the NFL. 
Um, just because, well, purely because the two because they're closest two to teams, well, they are closest to us, and also two of those teams fought in the Super Bowl. One of them won. Yeah. Spoiler: it wasn't the Patriots. So I thought we'd go through, go through the eight teams, okay, yeah. for the East. Uh huh. Talk about their best result, worst result, MVP, that kind of thing, and just look at how the, how they're shaping up. Yup. So because I'm OCD and like starting alphabetically, let's go with the AFC, shall we? Mm-hmm. And of course, that means New England Patriots. Yep. It's a thirteen and three season. Yep. Still the number one seed in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Last season they were fourteen and two, so it was not quite as good as last as the season before. Yeah, but, but, last, you know, but the still, season before they had Jimmy G playing. <laughs> they did have Jimmy G. Starting. Jimmy G. Stein, so yeah. of course they're going to win all those games. Do you see they uh, just getting off the Patriots for a minute? You see they had the coin toss for who was picking ninth and tenth. Yes. Because the Niners and Raiders had exactly the same record in the season. Yeah. Rod Woodson, I think it was, made the uh, the coin flip. Okay. I didn't see the coin flip. I know it happened. Yeah. And the Niners got it. Yeah. So even when he's not in the same room, Jimmy G is winning for that team. Jimmy G all day, mate. Keeps winning. Um, But yeah, it was a 13-3, and three, well, walk in the park, I guess. It was a walk in the park. Should call it? Well, um, start, hang on, they were a bit flaky at the start of the season. Their defence was... Two and two. Hupalling at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Yeah, but they... um, Yeah, by the end of it, they've got their classic Patriots. Yeah. Worked it out. Yeah. Like you said, they stopped letting Patricia call the plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Strange they let him go and not <laughs> yeah. Josh McDaniels, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. shocking. Um, I picked out their best result, King, as the 23-7 to win at home to Atlanta in Week 7. Yeah. Because obviously it was a repeat of the Super Bowl fifty one. Yeah. And there were people saying it's gonna be a revenge match for Atlanta. Yeah. La, 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 la. I vividly remember. Twenty three seven, it wasn't even close. No, this was I think the only game I got wrong that whole week on the picks. I think yes, I think you were against uh, Punk. Yeah. That week and it came down to that, that game. Yeah. I don't want to dredge that up. That was not why I picked that game. No. That genuinely was, I think, the Patriots best game of the season. Yeah, good win, yeah. Mm. Yeah, great win. Their worst result. Okay. Was the twenty-seven to forty-two loss at home to Kansas City in Week One? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they made Alex Smith look legit. Aaron Rodgers like <laughs> yeah. he was the MVP candidate until Week Seven because of that game, I think. Yep. And uh, MVP for the team, of course, is uh, Malcolm Butler. No, sorry, it's uh, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady MVP for the New England Patriots. Yep. But the biggest takeaway, I think, for the the Patriots for this season for me was no Edelman. I missed June Edelman. As much as I hate June Edelman catching yeah, the ball all the time. This is so weird because you, you're not, you're normally a bit, not, you don't, you <laughs> appreciate his talents, but Absolutely. you just get really annoyed with the routes he runs. Well, yeah, because it's three yards catch and then run five yards and get tackled. Yeah. Which is so frustratingly effective. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it is annoyingly good. <laughs> yeah. It's just an in cut. Yeah, or an outcut, depending on where they line up. Mm. Um, yeah, he sits in zone, I think, better than any other wide receiver in the league. Yeah, and it was really weird. He was out so early, and then just, like, even before preseason, he was gone, wasn't he? Yeah, and they kept his roster spot open. Because he's yeah. just that dude who just seems to come back. He's so tough, isn't he? Like, his yeah. size and stuff. You see these videos, and he's like, you know, when he's mic'd up and stuff, you're like, oh my God, he's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, he was a huge loss. I think he's just—he's also one of those characters. He's quite a funny guy, actually. So I think he's—he's he's a bit of a character on the field. So, yeah, big big loss for them. Yeah. So that was the Patriots. Let's mm-hmm. move on. We don't want to spend too long on any of them. Okay. 
So the second team up was the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. They went from a seven and nine season to a nine and seven this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's two more wins for those that are counting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their best game that I saw was a twenty-three to seventeen win at Atlanta in Week Four. Yeah, pretty convincing win for them against what was a Super Bowl um, contender. Yeah, we've, I'm sensing a trend that Atlanta kept losing <laughs> this year. <laughs> they lost only a few games, Atlanta. Um, their worst game, of course, you'll know this one, King. Mm-hmm. Fifty-four to twenty-four loss at the Chargers in Week Eleven. Yeah, that's a bad loss because we're not a good team. And it brings us on. I mean, obviously, their MVP, of course, is Lashawn McCoy. Has to be. He was their best player by far. Um, saying that, the start of the season, um, Micah Hyde had a good good start to the year. Was mm-hmm. seems to be picking off. Tredavious White played really well. Every as well. ball, yeah. White had a great rookie year. Um, but the MVP. MVP for sure for sure um, yeah LeSean McCoy by far and away he's the one superstar on that team and uh, it was good to see that they got through to the playoffs and got that monkey off their back that was nice it was a great yeah, that was one of the, my favourite videos and sort of images of the year where the fans getting so excited when they got through yeah it was um, yeah it was really fantastic it'd be nice if they put them on three points in the ensuing <laughs> yeah. game but uh, you can't have everything can you no I think the my biggest takeaway for them on this season was benching Tyrod in that week 11 game it really it really just seemed to kind of derail the entire machine. Now, I'm not I'm not going to say that Tyrod's the best quarterback in the world. No. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be Skip Bayless and make an outrageous comment about a, a quarterback. But no. they really didn't need to bench him at that point. That I don't think he's playing that badly. No. I think they knew... They, the, the, the issue they had, and I, I, I'm not the biggest Tyrod fan, I think he's a, a, a good player. Um, so you are not his biggest I fan. I just don't think he's a starting quarterback in the league. No. And I think... But I don't think they thought he was. But then you can't really penalise him for playing exactly how you know he'll play. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? He won't turn the ball over. He'll he'll throw for about 150 yards a game, and he'll he'll rush for about 50, 60 a game. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you get from him. And you don't take him out against the Chargers secondary. Uh, no, our defense might be one of the best in the league. Yeah, they got exactly what they deserved. Yeah. Nathan Peterman wasn't ready. Nope. 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 And uh, yeah, it just kind of sowed lots of seeds in that team. So, yep. well, you're going to bench a guy that's getting wins for us. Yep. Strange. Yeah. Strange. Next up, Miami. Mm-hmm. They went from a 10-6 and six season last year to a 6-10 and 10 this year. So, four games lost um, on the record. Their best win, I think, was the 27-20 to 20 win at home to the Pats okay. in week 14. Yeah. That was Kenyon Drake going wild. It was. Um, I'm and glad reason- he did that because I predicted he'd be good when he they drafted. <laughs> yeah, he only, so only took it, only took him eighteen months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the reason I picked that game is because the Dolphins do have some good results against the Patriots. Yeah, but usually it is after the Patriots have benched everyone for the start of the playoffs. Yeah, but this was Week 14 that they hadn't benched everyone. It was just an off day for the Patriots. It was. The Dolphins do seem to have their number every so often. Yeah, it's always Cameron it's Wake. Season. Always Cameron Wake just destroys them. Yeah. He's the one guy who just seems to have Nate Solder's number. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Worst result was a 40 to nothing loss at Baltimore in week eight. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go much worse. No. Uh, MVP for me was Ndominkin Sue. Yeah, I liked Ndominkin Sue this year. On a team of not much going on, Sue at least was uh, making you know, making some stats for himself. Yeah, and he he tends is t- st- strangely after his rookie season where he was his stats were just un- insane for a defensive tackle. 
like an actual nose tackle rather than Donald who's not necessarily a nose but like it's his stats were so good in his rookie year he's been double teamed the rest of his career mm-hmm. so his stats aren't that great but he is so influential You, if you actually just watch Dominican Sue when they're playing defence he the amount of people it takes to block him oh yeah frees up for the likes of Wake and um, oh who was their, the rookie they, they picked up this year can't remember his name from uh, Missouri but anyway like these they've got these guys on the outside that are rushing and all of a sudden, like you know, so they can't pick up a blitz because they got two, three guys picking up Sue. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, he's incredibly influential. You're right. I think that's a really good chat. Of course, the uh, big take for me on this team uh, was trading Jai mid-season for a fourth-round pick. Yeah. Oh, Miami. I mean, it's, it's... and correct me if I'm wrong. He still had two years left on his deal. Yeah. There wasn't a rent to try and win a Super Bowl and get at least some value back. It was we've got a legit probably top 10 15 running back in the league mm-hmm. he's a pro bowler yeah top 10 then I don't top think top 10 I don't think he's top 5 I'm not putting no him not top 5 no but top 10 mm. and they traded him to the Philadelphia Eagles of course mm-hmm. that worked out for them yeah it did yeah for and, sure. and for Jay Ajayi yeah that was almost tied for uh, giving Jay Cutler a contract yeah Oof. yeah okay and of course last but in this, this time least the New York Jets five and eleven. That was the same as their five and eleven last season mm-hmm. as well. So no change there for the Jets. No, their best win I feel was the thirty-eight to thirty-one win at home to Kansas City in Week Thirteen. Yeah, big win for them. Big win against Kansas City. You know, don't. Say. I think they were back out of their slump at that point. Okay. I think they were just about turning the corner. Maybe that was the last time before they weren't in the new era, though, were they? No, they weren't in the Mahomes era. They're not yet. Well, they will be very soon. Their, <laughs> their biggest loss yeah. was a 23-0 to zero blowout at the Broncos in week 14. So, yeah, that wasn't... <laughs> they were in a bit of a slump at that point. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jets, you lost to the Broncos in week 14. I mean, have I got to really spell this out? No. The Broncos. I mean, we'll hit them at another, on another podcast, but jeez, Louise... <laughs> That's not good. Nope. MVP for them, Bilal Powell? No. Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams? Okay. I'd go Jamal Adams. I, I think Powell, Powell, a, Powell was pretty consistent. Powell had a good year, but I think Adams started the year as a rookie and by week, the start of week one was the captain <laughs> of their team. He was... Um, it wasn't difficult. Yeah, by the end of the first team. quarter in week one, he was the captain. I, uh, yeah, I think for me, I'd have gone Adams rather than Powell, but I think Powell had a good year. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine. I don't mm-hmm. mind. And, of course, the big take was the QB purgatory that uh, New York Jets seemed to find themselves in. Yeah. Yet another season where, well, you're just trading water. Yeah. They got second and third round quarterbacks for days there. Mm. They're loving it. <laughs> it's an embarrassment of riches there. <laughs> yeah. Poor Jets. Poor Jets. Yep. So, let's move on to the NFC. Mm-hmm. Four more teams. Okay. First of all, of course, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. For sure. Good place to start. Oh, from a seven and nine last year to a thirteen and three this year, yeah, and then all the way to Minnesota, yeah, Super Bowl fifty two, and they could have legit had two MVPs, yeah, they could have had the regular season MVP and the Super Bowl MVP playing quarterback for them. Mm-hmm. That'd have been pretty cool, actually. I've only just realised that it could have been the case. <laughs> That'd have been amazing. <laughs> I know. Best result, I think, for them of the season was the 37-9 to win at the Cowboys in Week 11. Yeah, that was a big win for them. You know, if we take out the Super Bowl, obviously, 
That was when the Cowboys were on a bit of a rolly roll as well, so that yeah. was a massive win for Zeke them. Zeke was in the building he in was. that game. He was. But yeah, completely silenced, so that's why I picked it. 37-9. Yeah. to Yeah. Um, yeah, just Carson being Carson. Good pick. Worst result, I think, was a 24-10 to loss at the Eagles in week... Uh, sorry, at the Seahawks in week 13. That's also when he got injured, correct? No, that was the Rams. Or was it the Rams? In week 14, so Carson Wentz played that whole game. Um, and then, yeah, took an arrow to the knee against the Rams but the Seahawks game that was just Russell Wilson being Russell Wilson yep. um, yeah everything that they did just seemed to work so it was a real off day for the Eagles Yep. but some of those those losses help you you mm-hmm. know because otherwise you've got no kind of fodder to say in the, the team around you about yeah absolutely. absolutely focus focus this can happen yeah MVP was Carson Wentz for me yeah yeah Nick Foles for the Super Bowl but you know Carson yeah, Wentz got them to that point where they were still with the top seed in the NFC. He just had to hold it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think Wentz was. I think my MVP to the point where he got injured. So I think if he's MVP mm. of the league, he's got to be MVP of his team. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um. Really, the take is it was a perfect season. It just seemed to be kind of fate that. Yeah. Everything, anything that went wrong, mm-hmm. it was always just they just moved on. Yep. You know, Darren Sproles goes down early season. They pick up Jai. Corey Clement comes out of nowhere. He's really good. You yeah. know, Legault Blunt played well, um, played with some purpose. Yep. Yep. And the defense was was fantastic. Yeah. Jim Schwartz had them rotating. So that that front seven was just doing what they should do to, to win games against tough opponents. Yep. And they had a really solid draft as well. So looks mm. like they could, uh, that could continue for the next couple of seasons. Plus, you know, they've been aggressive again. They've not rested on their laurels. They went out and got, as you said, what was it, a three-time pro bowler in Bennett? Yep. So, um... They've released Irvin e. Curry. Yeah, that's so fine. So he's gone, but... And Donnie Jones, the punter, has finally retired. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought, post-draft, I thought they had one of the best drafts of the year. So I thought it was going to be a good season for them to, like, build upon. Well, Derek Barnett has had a good season, hasn't he? Well, Barnett's been fantastic, but I think the un- the one that no one's talking about is Sidney Jones, who they picked up in the Ooh, second round. We broke his, see him, yeah? I think he broke his leg or did his Achilles. No, Achilles. Mm-hmm. Did his Achilles, I think, on his Pro Bowl? It was his Pro Day. Pro Day, sorry, not Pro Pro Bowl. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> pro Day. Yeah. And um, uh, prior to that, I think he'd have been one or two top one or two cornerbacks in the draft so I think he's uh, he's yet to come in and, and do anything so mm-hmm. they've got two of the top sort of 20 prospects in the draft so they've done pretty well well we'll soon find out on Sydney mm-hmm. we don't know yet mm-hmm. so. yeah so that was the Philadelphia Eagles they had a great season they finished with a number one seed mm-hmm. but that could be to do with the fact as well the NFC East was worse the other three teams all had worse records this year than the, the year before yep Top of the list is the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they were thirteen and three. They had the one seed last year. Mm-hmm. This year they went nine and seven. Their best result, I think, came with the thirty-eight to fourteen win at home to the Washington Redskins. Yep. in week thirteen, mm-hmm. um, there was still no Zeke at that point. They'd been through the ringer. Yeah, and and the Redskins, despite having a bad record, had been real competitive to that point yeah. in the season. So yeah, it was a good win. Yeah. Uh, their worst result, I think, was a forty-two to seventeen loss at the Broncos in Week Two. Right. So, you know, you're a thirteen and three number one seed team. Week Two. I know it's you're going away from home, but still. Yeah, the Broncos got progressively worse throughout Not the season. Forty-two but, seventeen. But they, um, yeah, they weren't. 
that was when Simeon was just chucking it about, wasn't he? So yeah, he had five or six games. Yeah, where he was but doing you, right. I'm I'm sorry if you're if you're a team who thinks they've got an opportunity to get to the Super Bowl, which the Cowboys did at the start of the season, mm-hmm. to build upon the excellent season they had previous year, you've got to be beating a team that has Trevor Simeon as a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, and that's not. Yeah. I'm not trying to disrespect Trevor Simeon. We are, but he's not. Tom Brady, he's not Aaron Rodgers, he's not Roethlisberger, he's not Breeze. He's not Alex Smith. He's like, I could keep going, like, and this is the point I'm trying <laughs> to make. He's not Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he's not one of them dudes. Like, He's just a good player. He's a backup quarterback. He should be. He should yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, I think you've got to be winning those games if you're a Super Bowl contender. Can you see the Patriots, or, well, just let's just use the Patriots, because the Eagles were fantastic, mm. but this was the one year in, in probably a few that they've been really, really you know, decent top yeah. end. But yeah, yeah. can you see the Patriots losing to a team with Trevor, Trevor Simeon at quarterback? Never. No, exactly. Unless he plays for the Eagles. Uh, Eagles? Dolphins. <laughs> he plays for the Dolphins. All <laughs> the Eagles, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Screw it, I meant both of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my MVP was Demarcus Lawrence. I like that pick. Yeah. I can't pick Zeke because he was out for six games. No. I and like that, of course, brings us to the hot take was that they need Zeke. For sure they need Zeke. <laughs> they need Zeke. Which is why I think there could be a change up this year in the draw. What are you thinking there, King? I'm thinking they could be a running back go first overall. <laughs> oh. They've certainly laid some groundwork, haven't they? It's a running back league again all of a sudden, isn't it? Mm. Well, we don't take running net. backs in the first round of the draft. Zeke. You should. <laughs> Air, yeah, yeah. Or apparently in the second round. Zeke earlier. They should have got in the first round. They were fourth, fourth overall picks, weren't they? Both of those were, for sure. David Johnson was a second done. round pick. Alvin Kamara was a second round pick. Yeah. Ingram had a Pro Bowl year this year. He was a first round pick. McCaffrey looked good in the last three or four games when they worked out he's small and white. Yeah. <laughs> he can run the ball. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there's, um, yeah, there's been a few that, are, you know, t- first rounders have been pretty fantastic. So. I wouldn't be mad with Saquon going first, but it would no. be a kind of, oh, the Browns just can't pick a quarterback. No. Davin Cook looked great before his injury. There's, he did. He's got to pick up a first rounder. And do you know what? Saquon is a better running back on tape this is on tape I'm talking about in college than Ezekiel Elliott he's better in pass catching than Ezekiel Elliott the only thing that Zeke was better than him coming out of college is uh, Zeke was a blocker already which he that was the one thing Saquon's that, all right in pass protection isn't he? He's, he, yeah he's okay he's okay and Penn State play more of a pro style system so it, it's good for him mm-hmm. but Zeke that was one thing I hadn't seen from a first round running back in in well, I, I can't remember one that was as good at blocking as Ezekiel Elliott. No. He came in and might have been the best blocker at running back in the league. But Saquon is something special. Yeah. He's unreal, so I think he could go first. Well, that's the Dallas uh, review. <laughs> yeah, it's a Dallas-Penn State review, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about those uh, Washington Redskins then. Uh-huh. So last year they were 8-7-1. Uh-huh. We saw the one. Uh, this year 7-9, and nine, so they're... Minus 1.5 on the scale in mm-hmm. terms of win-losses from season to season. I reckon their best win came with a 27-10 to 10 victory at home to the Raiders in week three. I think so. And their l- least good result... Yeah. <laughs> yep. Was a 30... Nailed it. <laughs> uh, was that 33-19 to 19 loss? At- oh, is it-, it was the other time the Cowboys played them. It was a 33-19 to 19 loss at home to the Cowboys in week eight. Mm. So not the Cowboys' best win, but the Ra- <laughs> the Redskins' worst loss. Yes. Uh, yeah. Not great. No. 
Because of course you know that was Zeke there, so that's why I didn't put it as the Cowboys' best win. No, because Zeke was is you know again was just a wrecking ball whenever changer. he decided to play. Yeah, so it was. Um, well, he didn't decide. Um, My MVP was Ryan Kerrigan for the Redskins this year. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Consistently good. I know Josh Norman's good as well, but Ryan Kerrigan just is always in the trenches. Yeah, I agree. Ker- yeah, actually, I like that pick because he's super underrated. I think mm-hmm. throughout the league, he's a great player. Um, I think the only th- the only reason I I really I think Josh Norman deserves a shout is since joining the Redskins, he has completely changed the dynamic of their defense. Oh yeah, their arrogance, their swagger, their physicality, everything. He has been the catalyst for all of it. Yeah. So um, that's one reason I give him a shout out. I think he deserves it. But yeah, Kerrigan was was fantastic this year. And Josh Norman's been great on the British NFL. TV program oh he was fantastic Super Bowl punditry yeah he wanted to be in that game (laughs) he He wanted to be in that game that was so good yeah brilliant so yeah but Kerrigan great shout watch him guys because he's underrated and the uh, the big take for me was that Mm -hmm. the Washington Redskins hate Kirk Cousins Um, could they have done any more to kind of chastise him and kick him out the door than they've done no no I mean we've got Alex Smith in there now hmm um, got the big bucks contract that Cousins was wanting. Mm-hmm. Smith's older. Mm-hmm. Smith's arguably not as good as Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirk's kept him afloat, really. In a, you know, I think they're in the same where, little band. Where teams go up and down in this division. Yeah, you know, one one year Dallas is on top and mm-hmm. the Eagles are down low and yep. switching around the Giants. They were you know a, mm-hmm. se- a fifth seed last year. Yep. And they they tanked, yeah. You know, but the Redskins have always been around seven and nine. You know, they're not really, uh, yeah, eight and eight that kind of. Yeah, thing, well, between know. seven and nine wins, haven't they? Every yeah. year, Cousins been there. So sometimes they get the playoffs, sometimes they don't. But Cousins has been yeah. the one that's kind of kept them up above the. It's a sign of a pretty good quarterback, wins, frankly. Yeah. It is a sign of a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, I think him and Smith are in the same sort of section of the overall quarterbacks in the league. Mm. It just depends what your poison is. If you want a gunsling, you can go out there and actually win a game. You want Cousins. If yeah. you want somebody who's probably not going to lose you one as well, you want Alex Smith. Um, so it's I, th- I think they're in the same ballpark. I don't think there's a massive disparity between them. It's just there's a huge disparity in their style of play. Um, but, yeah, I think it's interesting they've moved on because you look now at the teams that are gunning for him, like the ones that want him. He's basically got his choice of who he thinks he could potentially win a ring for. Or where he wants to live. Well, he did. They're the choices he's got to make. He put a, a post out on Insta, <coughs> Graham, All and right. uh, was saying Thank you. for people to put their opinions in on where he should go. Good for him. Good for him. They reckon it's down to two now. It's between the Vikings and the Jets. Yeah. I'm shocked the Broncos aren't in, in there because they've got wide receivers. Mm-hmm. They've got legit wide receivers. Good players. Wow. Tom- Thomas is a pro bowler. Drops the ball a lot. S- Sanders, if, yeah, because he gets thrown by terrible quarterbacks. <laughs> It must be throwing pebbles at him. <laughs> Touche. But they, um, Thomas is a is a pro bowler. Sometimes. Sounders, if they can re-sign him, is also a very, very good number two. Solid two. Yeah. Yeah, real solid two. Mm. Not, not I don't think number one, but a no. real solid two. One of the better twos in the league. Mm-hmm. And um, their defense is still front. They've got two of the top, maybe 15 corners in the whole league. Yeah. One's but, one but, of the, also one of the biggest douches, but they, they have got two of the best corners. They seem to... Oh, he's talking about going to the Patriots again. They're, th- they're looking at releasing Tlaib. What, because he needs another contract? So yeah. he's going to have a, another really good season with the Patriots, get extended uh, somewhere else. Maybe. <laughs> I've heard that before. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, well, fair yeah, enough. We're, we're talking about Kirk Cousins here, and apparently the Broncos aren't in the running anymore. 
So it's between the the team that's got a good team, which is the Vikings. Yep. And the team with all the cash, which is the Jets. Yeah. So where do you go? Kirk Cousins is... <laughs> do you know what, though? He's the kind of character, Kirk Cousins, that could... I can see doing really well in New York. Little sound mm. bites that the crowd go for, the New York media goes for. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. just think, and he's, you know, he's he's a wild dude. He's a bit like, not off the field like um, Namath was, but no, no know, one's he's, Namath. He's a, he's a wild dude on the field. Like he, um, no, I, I can see him in New York. But the easier way would be Minnesota, right? Yeah, team you got more chance there. to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. So and I'm, I'm he played pleased. in Michigan, so he's used to the cold, and right? he's going to ruin our draft board. I mean, if, Michigan when State. Sorry, mo- guys, Michigan State. Sorry, I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> Very different things. Played yeah. in Michigan. Yeah, he played in Michigan. The place, Michigan, yeah. not the college, Michigan. <laughs> but he's going to ruin our draft board. We can't do a mock draft until he's been picked up by someone. Uh, he'll get picked because up early doors. Whoever he goes to completely changes who's picking what. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's whether the it's whether the Jets want Baker Mayfield. I think it comes down to. Mm. I don't think there's going to be anyone else left at that point. They're still in the running for really. Mm-hmm. They're still in the running for uh, for Kirk Cousins at the moment. So, yep, they haven't pulled out, which means they might might want him anyway. Nope. Okay, let's go on to the last one. That is the New York Giants. They went from an eleven five season and the fifth seed to a three and thirteen cluster mess yeah of, of a season uh, yeah their best win it was you know out of the three their best win I think was a 23-10 to 10 win at the Broncos in week six mm-hmm. really kind of signified the uh, Broncos turn from um, pretending to be a good team to yeah. just completely falling off the bus yeah realising they had no offence yeah oh yeah <laughs> and uh, their worst loss of all the losses and there were many I picked out was the 31 to 21 loss at the 49ers in week 10. Because yeah. that was CJ Bethard's one win for the 49ers. Oh, I was going to say, Jim, you <laughs> calling out Jimmy G? Nope. <laughs> that the was, winningest quarterback in the world. That was CJ Bethard getting the win there. Yeah. 31 to 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there, the Giants MVP I went for was Landon Collins. Oh, I thought he had a fallout, yeah. But everyone had a fallout year. Yeah. I couldn't pick OBJ because he was injured by like week four. Yeah. I'm not picking Eli. I think Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram in the second oh. half of the season really stepped up at tight end. But no, I think Landon Collins was still a leader on that team. So Yeah. Yeah, they had a real stinker stinker. So yeah. It wasn't easy. No. No. There are harder teams, but not much for mm. me to pick an MVP out of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the big take was, of course, Ben McAdoo. Um, yes. Ben Macca don't want to make anyone play for him. No. I've I've not seen that since Mike Singletary at the Niners. Yeah, that was pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I, I do think that, that was one of my favourite things as well because then Vernon Davis came back the next year for Jim Harbour <laughs> and got him into the, got him into the Super Bowl. He's a good player. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, he completely ostracised himself from the team. Yeah, so. it, was, it was weird to see just how badly he handled that situation. Yep. Yep, just drop in... They weren't even truth bombs. No, they, it was terrible play calling. Yes, they had, but they no one played well for him really, mm-hmm. really. But he didn't help. You need to galvanize your team, and he wasn't doing that. No, it's just it's their fault. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, you can't be pointing the finger as a coach. That's, that's where you want someone to step up. You either want a key player to step up and go, look, it's my bad, I need to be doing better. Mm-hmm. Or you want your coach to go, look, it's on me. Yeah. But then behind closed doors, absolutely go. <laughs> I've had your back then, boys. You better have Yeah, you've seen that interview on ESPN? Yeah. Yeah, look. yeah, you're welcome. But I think that's something that does help. <laughs> yeah. Not what he did. That's bad. No. So they've now got a new head coach. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's Pat Shermer, isn't it? That's got the uh, yeah. head coach job. That should be a good fit for him. I like maybe. him there. I like him there. Mm. Again, not too big Not too big a job for him. Looks like they're taking the quarterback. I don't think they them. are. You don't think they're going it? I you don't think they're going to Saquon, do you? No. Available? I don't think Saquon will be available. I think <sighs> this, is, this is why I think Saquon is going to go first. Okay. Because I think the Giants are going to take... Uh, what's his name? Quinton? Quentin Nelson. Nelson. I think they're going to take a guard with the second overall pick. Not <laughs> be a riot in New York because if they take a guard. Yes, it's not. This is what I'm saying. They're going to take a guard. No. The second overall pick. No. They're taking a guard. Oh my god. Andrew Luck's back, so Chubb's going third. <laughs> yeah. And then they've Maybe. still got the pick of the quarterbacks, unless there's trades. They have to trade up though. Who would trade up? The Giants. No, I'm saying the Browns do. We're talking about the Browns now. We're talking about the Giants. I oh, know. I'm saying that the Giants are going to take a guard with the second overall pick. That's what I'm saying. They're going to shore up the run game I by taking a guard. Tell oh me, tell me, God. Zach Martin is not worth the second overall pick in the draft. Tell you what, Zach Martin is not worth the second overall pick in the draft. Is he in the draft this year? No, but he could be as good as him. There you go. Bradley Chubb was throwing Quentin Nelson all over the place when they played each other in college. Well, they, t- they should take him then. Yeah. <laughs> take him then. Four Colts. Doesn't make and the Colts sense. can take a guard. They've needed for the last sense. five years. Oh, my God. <laughs> Either Please, way. no one take a guard second, all right? Please. He's a good player. Come on. Let's have some skill positions first. He's a good player. I'm sure- yeah, he is a good player. I'd, tra- a good player. I'd trade out if I was him. <laughs> I would trade out the second pick. The Giants aren't going to be, in- hopefully, not in that position too often. So you've got to go. If you've got a number two pick, you've yeah, got to I'm use not, it. I'm not trading out f- far. How do you know? Maybe fifth, back to fifth. Swap with the Broncos. They get they get the quarterback that they really want if Barkley goes not one. Not past the Lynch. And then they can also get another, probably another first, or at least t- another two twos. And you've moved back, what, three spots? Mm. I'm doing that if I'm them. <laughs> If not, you're taking a guard. If not, I'm taking a guard, and that's it. All right. <laughs> I think that, drop the mic. I don't know. And off you go. I don't know. I, I, you I don't, don't know. Obviously, <laughs> I don't like Josh Rosen. So I, I don't like Josh Rosen either. It's whether Darnold's still there or Allen. I like Allen. There's gonna be someone there at two. I like Allen. You can't take all of them at the first pick. No, I like Allen though. <laughs> you do like Allen. Mm-hmm. You love the combine, don't you? Yep. <laughs> What's some more film? We'll yep. talk about that combine next week. Okay. Yep. But uh, that was it. That was the show for this week, King. We've yeah, just I man- I man- the, we managed the to recap teams, and I just went off on tangents well, about fine, draft. Mate. That's fine. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I think we hit basically everything in the news as well. Uh huh. Um, obviously, with the news on Seattle is that everyone's getting traded out. Jeremy Lane's getting released soon, as well as Richard Sherman. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just probably like- the Rams are going to pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be a team. Marcus Peters and Richard Sherman. I've just got a report here saying Le'Veon. Uh, yeah, it would be far-fetched for Le'Veon Bell to miss regular season games because of the franchise tag. Called it. He's playing. Yeah, unless he gets suspended. Suspended? Yeah, I don't know. Could do something wrong, though, King. Innocent till proven guilty, okay? Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, that was it. Mm-hmm. Remember to follow us on follow us on Twitter at Jim and the King. Or follow us on Twitter, either one. Fall over following <laughs> us on Twitter. You should, you should be concentrating on where you're walking when you're following <laughs> us on Twitter. Um, at Jim and the King, Instagram at Jim and the King. Go to jimandtheking.com to check out all of our other stuff. Until next time, though, guys, I've been Jim, that's been the King, and thank you so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs>